ladies, gentlemen, and all of the undead, hello and welcome to iZombie Radio uh, here on the DC TV Podcast Network. I am one of your hosts, Katrina Dennis, and with me are three other hosts, and one of their names is Blaze Hopkins. How are you, Blaze? Yes, hey, I'm doing good. Um, love being back every week. Um, yeah, this week's going well for me so far, but uh, I'm definitely... Pumped to have this little break right now and do this with you guys. Just glad to be here. And we also have Chris King. How are you, Chris? Uh, doing pretty well. Uh, having a good week. Happy Fall TV's back. I said this last yeah. week as well. Yeah. I just got done watching the, the latest episode of uh, This Is Us, and it's like already my new like favorite show of the uh of the season. So feeling, you know, Hey, feeling good. Good TV makes me happy as, uh, as mm-hmm. evidenced by iZombie. So, uh, yeah, happy to be here and, uh, talking iZombie with you guys. Woohoo! And finally, Sean Carpenter. How are you, Sean? I'm actually awake for once. <laughs> the past like three weeks, I've been like brain dead, physically dead, emotionally dead. I feel great. You're a zombie, dude. I was legitimately <laughs> a zombie. As I will keep mentioning each week, there will be a different zombie pun for the same zombie pun each week. <laughs> I haven't figured it out yet. But um, at least but... one of us is a zombie every week, I think. It's yeah, just... that's... <laughs> yeah, I feel like... Right. <laughs> it's part of the show, it's gotta be. At least once. At least once a week. <laughs> Robbie's trying that new cure, and I'm pretty sure... I'm going to lose, you know, feeling in one of my limbs soon. It's uh, all for the cause, man. It's all for the cause. Exactly. <laughs> so what do we have on our docket today? I know we have a couple news items. Uh, the title of episode six, Rick. Yes. Uh, so let me just pull it up here. I had it and now I've lost it. Ah, here we go. The, uh, yeah, so the title of episode six in uh, typical iZombie fashion is a uh, you know, play on words, play on a famous movie title for uh, for this episode, which is uh, Some Like It Hot Mess. And <laughs> um, so, yeah, and it is written by uh, John Ebom, uh, E-B-O-M. And uh, yeah, episode six of season three, it's cool to see that they're this far into production and uh i'm i'm curious you know katrina what do you think maybe that title could be referring to uh whatever it's referring to i assume liz is going or liv is gosh i I keep saying liz because i have a coworker named liz sorry guys um (laughs) i assume liv is going to take on the personality of someone who does not manage their lives correctly so maybe it'll be a really relatable episode for us (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> definitely I'm, I'm hoping there's some sort of like marilyn monroe type joke in there if the title's gonna be that but uh, uh oh, I, I, maybe I, like an actress yeah yeah that would be cool i mean i just i love some like it hot uh the film so i'm a Etsy actress brain <laughs> yeah there you I'm go writing this as we speak <laughs> Could be cool, but uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Blaze, any thoughts? I mean, it's interesting. You know, I, I definitely. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely agree. Like, I think it'll be. You know, 
her falling into a, you know, maybe a situation that she's not used to, obviously, and not knowing, I guess, what to do. And maybe, like, that'll be a theme of the whole season or something, you know, because she's experiencing this new world and these new people. And, like, mm-hmm. she doesn't really have anybody to go to for answers or, like, fall back on. So, I Are think... You... It... Oh, go on. No, no, go ahead. Uh, it, it could even mean, it, like, uh, going directly uh, uh, off of that, uh, it couldn't... It might not even be referring to the personality that Liv takes on that episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Now that we have more of a, a widespread of the, the zombie virus, <laughs> I guess, um, there are probably other zombies that she's going to be uh interacting with and there's major and there's uh blaine and so maybe this could be something on a greater scale or uh my other speculation thought was that Liv takes on this personality at a very vital moment since it's episode six so you're already into the meaty part of the season at that point yeah that is a good point very true yes uh so um, also, we had uh, Rose P- McIver posted a uh, a picture today on her timeline uh, of her uh, in a DJ setup. So I think there's there's a little bit to talk about there. Uh, what what are you guys thinking of uh, regarding this this scene here? DJ Brain, DJ Brain. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be fun. Exactly. That or an episode centering around sort of a well club scene. What if what if what if that is also our first glimpse at this new vampire uh Vampire. Or vampire <laughs> zombie. Sorry. CW show. Well, yeah. Um no, what if this is the speakeasy, like the the bar for the zombies? Very true. Very true. That she's you know, like maybe they're giving us a little glimpse yeah i mean i guess it depends on like how related it is to the case that they're solving yeah for but. for sh- no for sure and it's 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 got me curious too because like it doesn't like i'm like i'm definitely over analyzing this photo right now but uh <laughs> she doesn't like does. yeah i mean she looks to be kind of in like you know the typical like live attire and so I don't know. I feel like if she was going to be like like a club DJ that I don't know, maybe she'd have like a little bit of a different look. So maybe it is uh I don't know, maybe it is uh what's wow, now I'm losing my train of thought. Uh it is it is uh at the new kind of zombie bar that we're going to be introduced to. I mean, I I don't know or or it could be just like a case. Honestly, I'd even be cool with it just being like a case that involves a bunch of like douchey, like overly confident DJs. <laughs> I'd be like, that yeah, that's make- what I'm, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, if it if it's like in the case that they're solving, you know, they could just be going to various clubs or whatever. Exactly. And then she accidentally gets challenged to a DJ competition of some sort. Mm-hmm. Oh God! <laughs> that would be awesome. Can, can I take a moment to to talk about how uh, Liv's closet seems to be endless, and she seems to have an outfit for every occasion? I completely, I don't. Under, I mean, I know that like as a medical student, maybe she got paid, uh, at, you know, for studying, but 
you can only make so much and then live in Seattle and then have that closet. So I don't know. And I don't know what she's getting on. Sort of own a pretty decent sized apartment. Seriously. I mean, we just haven't, you know, we just haven't seen the episode yet that has the flashback where live on the live on the lottery, guys. You know? <laughs> but it still doesn't explain how Major has almost an entire house to himself, minus Ravi living there. Personal trainer. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, and, and he was like an exploited yeah. personal trainer. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> aka, like he probably. People's personal finances come into question all the time in these shows. You know, you know, Max Rager's Christmas bonus is pretty good. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm just pumped. Like seeing any photos from the set, just it makes me feel like we're. I even though we're not that much closer, it makes me feel like we're closer to the show coming back. So. Yeah. Absolutely. It's still it's still a few weeks out, but we've we've got a couple things uh, to to entertain ourselves in the meantime. Um, what was the the third thing we were going to talk about? It's all Sorry. good. Speaking of things to entertain yourself, that was a perfect segue, Katrina. Uh, <laughs> is uh, season two? It was announced uh, this past week that season two of Eyes on Zombie uh, will be hitting Netflix on October sixth. So. If uh, for some reason you're behind on the show and want to catch up, you can. Or if, like us, you just love the show a lot and want to rewatch it and relive all your favorite season two moments, you'll be able to do that. Um, we, we've mentioned, obviously, on an earlier episode that the Blu-ray and the DVD has been out. But if you're not someone who maybe collects those, you know, this is going to be a nice, easy way for you to rewatch the show during the hiatus. It's also great to just force upon your friends to watch mm-hmm. as well. <laughs> Or force upon your family members, like I forced upon my little sister. She's been waiting for season two for about six months now. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> she loves the and show. And you know what? So. Tis, tis the season for a good zombie show, I must say. Ah. So if you're hosting Halloween parties uh-huh. out there, guys, you don't need horror movies. Just put iZombie on. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. And it's the perfect combination of, like, scary, funny, action, like, mm-hmm. It's got it all, romance. I mean, <laughs> it's great. Tom Foolery and shenanigans. Yeah, all Fullery. sorts of shenanigans. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's that's really it for the news. We're kind of you know again as we get closer to uh, January or mid season, we'll probably get you know more and more info. But for right now, little little bits of news that are helping tide us over. So. Mm-hmm. And then I think we were going to talk about our character predictions for Major this week. Uh, he has been in quite a few pickles as of recent. <laughs> a lot of pickles. Yeah. Yes. So let's, uh, let's kick it off with... Uh... <laughs> now, now I just want pickles, guys. I don't know. I'm, I'm hungry. That was the, the entire plan. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's... It's about 11.30, and um, I mean, I know I shouldn't, but I'm about to go in the fridge. No, uh... <laughs> yeah, hefty, healthy, uh, pickles, um, pickles at midnight. Sounds great. That's my next erotic novel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I buy a copy. I buy a copy of Pickles at Midnight. <laughs> it's a VeggieTales fanfic. 
Yeah. Oh. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. So major. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um. What do we what do we got for your character predictions, uh, Chris? Let's kick it off with you. Oh, cool. Uh, all right. I'm <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still getting over. Uh, I'm just picturing Major with his new copy of Pickles at Midnight. Uh, <laughs> but um, no. Uh, real real uh, real talk about him. Um, so yeah, it's he's in an interesting place because he's back to being a zombie, and he never wanted to be a zombie. Uh, like, I mean, especially even, like, less so than, than Liv, I would say, um, as we saw back at the end of uh, Season 1. Um, so I'm really curious to see how he'll, uh, you know, kind of respond uh, to to his kind of full zombie nature in Season 3. Um, we've already been told, and we've mentioned on here before, that we're going to see him eating different types of brains as well and taking on different personality traits. So... Uh, I'm really excited for that, and I'm hoping, like, he can use it, and, you know, even if he's not solving cases like Liv, like, that he can find productive ways to use use that, and, like, I mean, I want it for comedic effect, but I also kind of, you know, want to see how he handles that, and I think it's going to be, you know, I think he's going to readjust pretty well, you know, I, I don't know, I think, like, what we saw at least at the end of season two... And maybe it was because it was the brain he was on. He he was, you know, he seemed to be handling it pretty well um, once he got out of jail. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I don't know. That's what I'm really most interested in is seeing how he, you know, deals with this. And if there's and if there's a way for him to kind of, you know, use these like abilities or these personalities. And I think there will be. That's I just I don't have a good answer for what he'd be doing with them, but. Um, maybe one of you guys could theorize on that, but. Um, <laughs> I mean, outside of trying to get his revenge on, on Max Rager, uh, I'm not, I'm not really sure where Major's going because he, he has been put in this weird position where he's, he's a zombie again. And, uh, I mean, like he's already screwed up so much over the course of the past season so I think that he's going to be taking either very careful steps or very, very dangerous, reckless steps. Uh, so hopefully he takes careful steps. What do you think, Blaze? I agree with you that, like, but I think that, so I think he's going to, like, readjust pretty well, like Chris was talking about. And I think he's, because I think at this point, you know, he sort of has come to terms with, the way society seems to be going or at least like his immediate society and like the people he knows. And I think that just with him sort of understanding more um, and seeing like, and meeting more and more people that like know about zombies. Plus Mm -hmm. now that like his immediate, pretty much everybody immediate um, closest to him know about it as well, including Clive now that I think he'll readjust pretty well. But I think that once they get to explore, you know, this new like zombie society that he'll, I think he'll be like pretty tempted and sort of like, again, walk that line. Like we've seen him do a little bit in the past, but I think this will be more unique because, you know, this might be a place he feels that he fits in better and has like an easier chance to be normal in. Mm -hmm. 
So I, I think like that that's definitely like my guess for what we'll see from Major. Cool. And uh, what what do you think, Sean? Um, as much as I would love to see him mm. go completely reckless and you know, not un- like not adjust well, I really mm. hope he does. I'm very conflicted because <laughs> on the one hand, the drama created by yet another reckless sort of spell from Major would be fun. But then then we'd have to sort of deal with the fallout from that again. And since there's more zombies out there, there's more of a chance that Seattle sort of knows and sort of starts putting an end to them. And so I don't want that to happen with Major. I would rather him go the more careful path, the sort of live-esque path. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I would just add to that, too. Like, I think if he is reckless again, it's kind of tired at this point, you know? And, like, I want to see more of a side to his character. Like, I think if Major hasn't learned that lying and, like, keeping things from your friends and, like, is bad... By now, like, he saw Liv do it, it didn't work out. Then he did it himself, it didn't work out. Like, he's got a... I think he needs to do a little bit of growing up and mm. and yeah. take responsibility for his actions. And so that's what I'm, I'm hoping to see, that maturity from him. And I think we will. Yeah. Because, like, Blaze, I really like how you touched upon, like, he's going to be kind of thrown into this whole new, like, zombie world. And, and with all these new zombies around him, I think maybe... Whereas he's kind of felt a, a drift, perhaps, over the past couple seasons. Yeah. He'll maybe find some type of connection, you know, either whether it's with Liv. Like, he'll be, feel more, conne- maybe he'll feel more connected to her. Maybe not romantically, but just in general. Or maybe, you know, he'll find himself aligning uh, more with, like, the people from Fillmore Graves. Um, yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, it, like, and that's the thing is, like, yeah, maybe this is, like somewhere that he feels the most, you know, like more comfortable and like looks at this as sort of like something fresh for him. And, uh, yeah. And it wouldn't, and yeah. And like, I exactly like, because there's, if they do it one way, it'll feel tired and it'll feel repetitive for his character. But I think that like, I just love how the inclusion of this like zombie society and everything, um, like it makes it more compelling. I think, that type of a plot line. So. I definitely agree. Uh, so any final. To keep his composure when <laughs> he and Liv inevitably eat the daughter father brains respectively. Oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> Cause that's going to happen and that's going to be hard to sort of play off. That's <laughs> uh, the, yeah, I just, I just hope they keep it funny. That's <laughs> which I'm sure yeah. they will. Which I'm sure they will. Oh, definitely. And that's the other thing I would say, real quick. Um, for like Chris, you had mentioned that, like you know how he's going to be taking brains, and Sean, you just brought it back up again. And that's you know like we don't know how they're going to like influence him on a regular basis and stuff. Like we've seen Liv, you know, experience some pretty like deep and dark things, mm-hmm. and. You know, I guess we don't know how Major's going to 
kind of adjust and cope with that either. So. Yeah, it's going to be interesting seeing a second person who's not like Liv, you know, like Major's very different from her. Yeah. Even though they kind of both started out as like A-types, you know, they're they're very different now. So it's going to be interesting to see how he handles the pressure after his uh, recent history. <laughs> for, yeah, for, for sure. And, and real quick, last thing I'll say, just touching upon what police said there, especially with the darker type of brains, like, I mean – major he was like abusing utopium or and he was you know taking people like if he takes like ends up taking like by accident like a drug addict's brain or like mm. like those militaristic brains we've seen live have in the past like could it bring up anything from his past and i i do want to see him like work through that because he had a pretty traumatic season last year too and so i i, I think you know whether it's brain induced or not i do want to see him i do hope we see him working through that in the early episodes of the season i i think we will but um yeah awesome well i think that about wraps it up right um yeah <laughs> yeah I, i'm good <laughs> yeah awesome sweet well uh I don't know how to close out the show. Hold on, my brain is dead. I'm sorry. Um, we haven't actually gotten to the meat of the episode. Our, uh, there episode we go. Review oh, yes, the review. Of <laughs> season <laughs> one, episode four. Yes, indeed. Uh, we are reviewing all of season one as we lead up to the brand new season, and I am really excited to talk about uh, episode four. It's kind of where things started to get interesting, I think. Um, so if you want to kick it off, Sean, you can go ahead and talk about it. I just really love the title of it. It's the title <laughs> of it is Live and Let Clive. <laughs> and it's pretty much a Clive focus episode, uh, mm-hmm. as well as sort of digging into well, Liv's sort of brain like issues, especially when she eats the brain of someone who's a little more paranoid. And uh, this whole gang conspiracy, and whew, just the there was a few specific moments. My particularly favorite moment was when Liv finds out she knows kung fu. And so, for all of you uh, <laughs> Chuck fans out there, yeah, <laughs> huge, <laughs> one of my favorite shows of all time. So, and how many times does Chuck say that? Like every single time <laughs> he like since season two. Yeah, and Chuck, is, every yeah. season when he re-gets the intersect, he's like, I know Kung Fu. Even Morgan says it at one point in time, but that's not this show. That's a different <laughs> show entirely. <laughs> one which would be perfect for a psych Chuck iZombie crossover, but, you know, that's just both of those other shows are gone, so that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> iZombie is one of those shows, not to take us too far off topic, but it's one of those shows where, like, I could easily see it intersecting with many different shows that are on TV in different universes that don't have zombies, but could fit well with characters like Liv and Aravi and everyone. But yeah, um, back onto the episode. I really liked it because uh, for me, the meat of a season is when you start to really get to know the characters and having Liv kind of put to that test with the way that she reacts to brains uh, was a, a big definer for me, I think. And how uh, how we got to spend a lot more time with Clive 
because he he was kind of just like the buddy cop up until that point, you know? Yeah. No, I definitely agree with you because that's a big point. That was like a big point for me when rewatching this too is like, you know, she doesn't like they don't really address like that Clive like or at least live like at, to this point hasn't really addressed that, you know, he's learning to like trust her more and stuff and that she has helped him out. And uh, and she the, here it sort of is like she and then she gets pinned in the situation where she's like, oh, like I didn't trust you. And, you know, I feel like for him, that's like it's a definitely like a big moment in their relationship and the development of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we also see like uh, Ravi and Major and like the budding of that relationship as well. Yeah. So it's a good episode for that. Favorite bro ship on the show. Sure. <laughs> and then Robbie Robbie had some good like lines finally in this episode. When uh when they're in the video store oh. and he's like and she's like doing the fake persona of Melanie and he's like he's like, Oh yeah, she has like a sex version of Memento. <laughs> and then like, lines and he's like version of it later. Yeah, and then he's like and then he's like, Oh, and like she has a thing for the Asian persuasion. <laughs> it's just like yeah <laughs> that's a very interesting thing about the episode though is because of the whole Diablo references that they that Major and Ravi were throwing back at each other yeah. it actually brought I believe it, this episode in particular was the one that actually created Liv in Diablo 3 as like a as like a buddy companion or whatever. I oh, don't really? Diablo, so I don't 100% oh, know. okay. I'm actually going to look it up right now, so I will interrupt again once I find it. <laughs> huh, that's pretty cool. Awesome. Did you guys have anything, any other thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, I, it's funny. Like, I, I like this episode a lot for what it does with Liv and Clive and what it does with, uh, like, like Blaze, you said about, like, the kind of beginning of the major um, Ravi friendship, which who would have known back then that it would become such a huge part of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't like this brain that much. And honestly, as and I say this as someone who loves Chuck uh, and everything for, like, the Kung Fu thing, it just, I don't know, it just didn't, like, it. And maybe because it was, like, one of the first brains that really gave Liv, like, these kind of, like, like uh, I guess like fighting abilities or whatever, but uh, I I don't know. It didn't work as well for me as some of the other ones. It it like from I a, don't disagree with you. Because, I, I think it's because thing. of I think it's because of the whole paranoia anxiety that she that comes with it along with the combat abilities. It, yeah no. Well no yeah it just. I don't know, like, because what I love about iZombie is how the brains always, like, kind of thematically tie into the episode, and I don't think this one ties in uh, as well thematically. Like, I think maybe someone in the writer's room was like, yeah, how cool would it be to have that, that, you know, that Liv knows Kung Fu, and then they thought of the really good idea of connecting it with, like, an old case of Clive's, and I I do love that aspect of it. I just think for me, like, especially coming off of, like, uh episode three which i thought really was like a high point from like the first like four episodes or so um it's a little bit a little bit of a letdown there's a lot of good stuff in it it just doesn't work as well as a whole for me 
Um, but I know, which is weird. Because uh, <laughs> I know, I know, like, I'm, like, probably in the minority there. But, uh, but yeah, but no, but I still, like, I want to get back to what I love about it. I just, I figured, I, 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 like, I, I feel like, a, like, the bearer of bad news for bringing that up. I feel like I just needed to, like, address it. Um, cause, uh, but, but the, but really like, I, I love how much we learn about Clive and also that this is like the first time that we have Liv questioning Clive because Clive for Liv has been, you know, her, like, you know, cause her role working with the police has been such, it's, it's really saved her life. It's really restarted her life, you know? And then she fears that, you know, the the, the guy that she... Oh. Whoa. Is anybody else getting some... Yeah. <laughs> I'm hearing it. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh, I'm not <laughs> hearing anything. Oh. Uh, well... I just muted my mic, so I'm not... That's weird. I feel like we just got attacked by wolves. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> They didn't like what I was saying about the episodes. So they came in to cut me off. Uh, <laughs> the critique wolves. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, they came in. Um, anyway, no, I just I, I like this. Hello. Hello. Hello? Chris, Hello? come back! No, they've I'm, got I'm, him. I'm. Oh God. I, I'm here. Oh, okay. All right. I worried for a second. Yeah, the wolves. The wolves took me. Anyway, I'm gonna stop. Ta- I'm gonna stop talking about this episode because apparently I'm bringing like some sort of curse upon. No, I All did right. find the Diablo thingy for Liv. It's my favorite episode. I um, no, Chris, so. I definitely agree with you though that at first when I was sort of when the episode starts in like sort of the first half, I guess um, I was definitely kind of like okay, you know, this episode is pretty... Feel It almost felt like a just kind of transition episode at first, where it was like, oh, uh, we're going to get the, like, typical, like, she doesn't trust her partner, or, like, he went undercover, or, like, don't know the full situation. But as it develops, that's actually, like, what saves the episode. Yeah. Because the brain is so uneventful to start out. And then, like you said, I feel like it's... It's very generic, but for me, it was like the what really carried the episode was that I felt it developed relationships well. Yeah, it, exactly. So I definitely agree with you. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. But uh, yeah. I'm gonna again. I'm gonna stop unless the wolves come back. Yeah, I'm just gonna. Leave. <laughs> well, yeah. Or or, so, or other technical difficulties. Sorry, Sean. Go ahead. I I did find the Diablo three wiki thingy for Liv. And uh, she's actually dropped from the character, well, the undead Ravi Lilywhite. Huh. Oh, wow. <laughs> he's funny. a unique risen dead and has a low spawn rate. But if killed, he's guaranteed to drop live. And then her description reads, this appears to be a small zombie with a knife in her hand. Mm-hmm. She won't eat your brains unless you're already dead. Then she'll know your secrets. Interesting. That's great. That's awesome. So it was nice that they actually included uh, some iZombie references in there. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that when it came out. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's that's awesome. I, I didn't know all those details, though. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I Googled I them that. a while ago, just for giggles. 
and because uh, I think I heard about it from I don't remember it was a while ago <laughs> brains <Yeah>. you know <laughs> I feel you but uh but yeah uh again I'm I'm at least done talking about the episode but uh because <laughs> you're uh, apparently being bombarded by wolves yeah that yeah. or it's just angry listeners that are like, Chris, this is a great episode. I'm, I love all our listeners, by the way. Um, <laughs> but, uh, just, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, again, I, I, I echo pretty much everything Blaze said, so. Yeah, absolutely. I really appreciated this episode for its character building. So even though it kind of dropped out on the, the action that we usually get, uh, I really liked kind of, I, I feel like it was necessary to have that much time between Liv, Liv and Clive, you know, uh, I think it really brought their relationship to the forefront, and I think that's awesome. But uh, I, huh? Oh. But yes, I believe that that's about everything for this week of iZombie Radio. Uh, let's go around and find out where we can find our co-host. Uh, kick it off, Blaze. Um. So you can find me. On Twitter, at Blaze Hopkins, I'm writing for the Marvel Report. I'm writing for TV Overmind um, with the return of the new TV shows or the fall TV shows. Um, I'll be pretty active going forward, um, so we got that. And I also do comic rep- uh, reviews at the Marvel Report. So, you know, Woo. when oh. I have the time, I fit that all in. Oh, I also I well, got I zombie omnibus. Uh, I got agents of Shield reviews too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm reviewing Shield tonight, um, and then I will at least for TV Overmind. I don't know if I will anymore for the Marvel Report, but yeah, I got that going on. And then I got my iZombie comic om- omnibus. So Woo! nice. I don't know when I'll crack into that. I got to finish some other stuff first, but I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, you got to share it on Twitter, right? Make, yeah, make, I will. No, you make everybody jealous, and we'll share it on the iZombie Twitter. <laughs> Just yeah. live tweet every single panel, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that's uh, all for me. And where can we find you, Sean? Uh, virtually everywhere on the internet under Snarky Sean. You are Sir? the internet. Um. <laughs> yeah, secretly I am the entire internet. It comprised into a oddly weird corporeal being. Um, <laughs> there's Ego, no. the living planet, and then there's Sean, the living internet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, you can find me pretty much everywhere under Snarky Sean. Um, I write for the Marvel Report. Uh, I'm actually the pop culture editor over there, so I deal with animation, collectibles, etc. Um, and I think I'm going to be on an episode of the DC Movies podcast or DC Films podcast this week. Possibly. I don't know yet because we had to reschedule from last week. Uh, so, yeah. That's basically it. Awesome. And Chris? Uh, yeah, you guys can find me um, on Twitter. It's at CKinger13, CKinger13. Uh, and you can find pretty much all my writing um, at TV Overmind. I do a little uh, little bit of stuff for the Marvel Report, too, uh, when I have the time. And then uh, Blaze and I, I believe, will be doing 
if you're going to be watching Luke Cage, I think Blaze and I will be doing a, a season one video review sometime. Sweet. Yeah, whenever. So it comes out, but while well, we're recording this, it comes out on Friday the 30th. So when you guys are listening, this will probably already be out. But, uh, but yeah, so sometime in the next week or two, look out for that. Um, and, yeah, check out all my reviews. I'm reviewing uh, New Girl, uh, I can't, uh, New Girl, Arrow, Pitch, and a couple other shows for TV Overmind. So if you like any of those shows, uh, feel free to check out my articles, and uh, I'll be reviewing iZombie 2 when it comes back in, uh, in January. So pumped for that. Ooh, and you guys can find me anywhere. On uh, the internet, if you look for Okatrina, that's O-H-C-A-T-R-I-N-A-R-I-N-A, yeah. Um, And (laughs) if you guys want to, you can catch up on my occasional articles on the Marvel Report, uh, my column on StarWars.com, and all of my fangirling on Blaster Fangirls. Uh, You guys can follow iZombie Radio on Twitter at iZombie Radio, and make sure if you're listening to this podcast and you enjoy it, to rate our podcast and leave us a comment. If you don't enjoy it, uh, please contact us on Twitter instead, and we'll figure it out. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, uh, I've been Katrina. They have been Blaze, Chris, and Sean, and this has been iZombie Radio. Thank you for Peace. being alive. <laughs> <laughs> or dead. Or dead. Or undead. Bye. Or undead. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>